Uh, I'm going to now invite Joy Min to center us with today's scripture reading. A reading from the gospel according to John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 17. The translation is from the New Revised Standard Version. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last so that the father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And, and Joy, we can't say this enough. How much we appreciate you, Peter, and Uma as well as your two adorable little ones. Please share our love with them, okay? And now by way of a second song, Who Am I? Let us receive with open hearts and minds what Melinda has prepared for us. White lights and desperation hard times Conversation, no one should ever love me like you do. Sometimes my bad decisions define my false suspicions. No one should ever love me like you do. While I'm on road you take my hand somehow you love who i really am i push you away so you won't let go you grow your roses on my barren soul Confidence was shaken by wounds And my past was saying No one should ever love me like you do And while I'm on this road You take my hand Somehow you love who I really am I push you
Yes, sing it, Melinda. Whew. Oh, what a powerful song. And even as the best and worst has seen us in and us, we are grateful God doesn't let us go. Growing roses on our barren souls. What amazing love that is. Amen. Amen. Today concludes our sermon series on 50 Days of Hope, although <laughs> we definitely know that hope goes beyond a succinct time frame of limited days, right? Now, we've been together for Zoom worship on a hope-filled journey since April the 11th, addressing the ways in which hope is greater than doubt, greater than fear, greater than uncertainty, greater than the pandemic, and last Sunday with Rev. Denise sharing how hope is greater than loneliness. Well, this morning, we're going to shift the equation from a greater than to an equal to, in which hope equals love. And we're going to get more into that in just a few minutes, but what I'd like for us to do first together is imagine, to imagine what hope looks like in our lives. Now, I'm going to ask a few questions, and in between these questions, there's going to be a moment of silence for you to reflect upon what I've asked. And as I do so, well, you might want to close your eyes, steady your breathing, all the while visualizing hope. Here goes. What does hope look like for you? I want you to let that thought, that that vision swirl about you. What does hope look like for you? When have you experienced hope? You might want to think back to something recently. When have you experienced hope? How does hope feel and bask in this feeling? Hope nourishes our spirits. With hope, we're able to endure as well as flourish. So in that enduring and flourishing, what do you hope for yourself? What do you hope for others? What do you hope for the world?
And now let us come back, opening your eyes if they've been closed, as we've imagined together what hope looks like and feels like in our lives. This week when I was pondering hope, reflecting on the very questions I brought forward for you, my reflection was also layered with today's scripture passage from the gospel according to John chapter 15 verses 9 through 17, a passage from the Bible that focuses on love with statements from Jesus like, as my Abba has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. And later in the passage, we receive the commandment to love one another. Well, as I was reflecting about hope and love, there was a part of me feeling as though, well, you know, hope, it's more heady, more of a thought process, like a goal setting from which hope emerges. There as for love, well, it's more emotional, it's coming from my heart. But then, well, now I was like, eh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I also feel hope in my heart and <clears throat> it provides nourishment, boosting my self-esteem and my overall health. While offsetting that with love, it's my mind that's affected. And, and that's a scientific fact. Well, as I, I further reflected, I started doing something with my hands uh, this motion with one hand at my uh, head and the other at my heart. And, and then I noticed with them switching places as hope and love, I, I noticed, well, it created a, a flow, uh, a circular flow, which I came to realize <laughs> it has no beginning or end. It is aligned with the other, communicating in a way with the other, in relationship with the other. And I was like, cool. <laughs> So taking that, stopping now, so taking that into a steady motion, flow motion of operating together, well, then I pondered, huh, all right, well, without hope, how can we love? And without love, how can we hope? Without hope, how can we truly feel affection for someone uh, to share in their joys as well as in their sorrows? And then when we layer in the fact we're Christians, there, well, there's even more to this. Or as I, I spoke with Rev. Jefferson Beaker, there's what we call the, the X factor. I want to turn to 1 Peter. <clears throat> now, this is a, a pastoral letter that the Apostle Peter wrote long ago, which was addressed to house churches scattered across five Roman provinces. And from chapter 1, from 1 Peter, verses 3 through 4, Praised be the God and Father of our Savior, Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, which is kept in heaven for you. You see, from our perspective as Christians, the X factor with hope is that is a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It is a hope that is imperishable, is, is everlasting and enduring. Hope is abiding, which ties into that other abide, Jesus said, abide in my love. Well, within the, the X factor, the equation of hope equals love, that living hope through Jesus equals love 
which is the true nature of God. For as 1 John 4.16 tells us, God is love and those who remain in love remain in God and God remains in them. With hope and love flowing together in circular motion, communicating, aligning, and they're connecting with each other, they are a part of the ever-present and perpetual flow of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the three in one, in unity and in harmony of substance, power, and eternity. We, Harmony Faith Community, and, and look, this, this goes for the whole of Christianity. We operate out of the X factor when it comes to hope and love. It's a journey that begins and ends in God, the Alpha and Omega. And this goodness that flows within us also grows within us, being in a constant movement with God's love. And now, know what I just said. Hope and love not only flow within, they grow. And then what? Well, referring back to 1 Peter chapter 1, this time verse 13, it says, Therefore prepare your minds for action. Discipline yourselves. Set all your hope on the grace that Jesus Christ will bring you when he is revealed. And friends, we are to adopt the attitude of Christ, talking the talk while also walking the walk. And we, as John 15, verse 16 states, and we are to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. That's what we are to do when we abide in love. We are to be hope-filled doers of the living word, not just hope-filled hearers. And that goes part and parcel with the love commandment coming from Jesus. Hope, it, it creates opportunities. It creates possibilities. Hope instills in us a sense of, of expectation. It empowers us. And with love, whoo, we're stirred into action. Together, now hold on. Yes, they act as equal transformative forces in our lives. And with this power duo, we're strengthened in faith. Now going with that, I, I want to share a story of which I was first made aware by John Pavlovitz, who spoke at Harmony a couple of years ago and wrote, among other books, Hope and Other Superpowers. And this story that I'm going to share brings about uh, <clears throat> what I, I see as the equalizer of hope and love, as well as how someone's faith was strengthened to take a bold next step in his life. In his, uh, <clears throat> in his early 20s, Chris Ulmer, and that's spelled U-L-M-E-R, began teaching special education to students aged uh, 7 to 10 with autism, uh, Asperger's, a genesis of the corpus callosum, and a traumatic brain injury. With permission from the parents of his students, Chris began filming interviews with his students, posting them on social media. Well, <clears throat> I got to tell you, those interviews not only went viral, they went viral quick. It's because of what Chris instilled in these children, hope and love coming from him and then it was being returned. You see, he would start each school day 
looking directly at each child in the eyes, smiling widely and paying them a specific compliment and often many compliments. And I've seen some of these videos and I gotta tell you that the faces on these youngsters, they changed dramatically. They were, they were absorbing what he had personalized with, with affirmations delivered with this, this absolute clarity and such heartfelt affection. Their lives and Chris's were being irrevocably altered in the best of ways because one person, Chris, decided to tell them what he saw in them that they may not have seen at the time. Then in 2016, Chris took a big leap of faith. And that's what happens, folks, when hope and love get involved. And he founded the nonprofit Special Books by Special Kids. This organization <clears throat> seeks to normalize the diversity of the human condition under the pillars of honesty, respect, mindfulness, positivity, and collaboration. This uh, multimedia movement supports the acceptance and inclusion of all members of the neurodiverse community, regardless of diagnosis, age, race, religion, income, sexual orientation, gender or gender expression. Today, SBSK videos have surpassed, get this, 2 billion views and reached over 130 different countries. It is the goal through SBSK to allow people the platform to share their truths while acknowledging that each person's story is different and valid. SBSK believes everybody has a story that is worthy of being heard from them directly. Huge kudos, huge kudos for everything this American disability rights advocate and his team are doing. Look at what built within Chris to then what he brought forward into the world, going and bearing fruit, hope and love. As Maya Angelou once said, love recognizes no barriers. It jumps, hurdles, leaps, fences, penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope. When I asked you earlier, what do you hope for others in the world? I ask that because the love of Christ is focused primarily on the other, to provide them hope with love, to be in relationship. For without real relationship, friends, there really isn't involvement of hope and love. Hope equals love translates into action. On this national Do Something Good for Your Neighbor Day, and that's more than just for one day, amen? Let's reflect Jesus' words to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope and love, they just, they just can't be abstract theories that we talk, talk, talk about. These are to be ways of life, which are demonstrated through our loving deeds. So let's offer kind words uh, to as many people as we can, because you... You never know how those words of encouragement will uh, impact someone. Smile. People feed off of smiles, yeah? A anticipate a need and fill it. When we do that, a, a person's soul is being fed. 
Let's keep our eyes and ears open for people facing a challenging, difficult time and step up to, to do something without them needing to ask. Our hope and love makes a difference. I pretty much started my message this morning with a question, well, several questions, and I'm now going to conclude with this question. When you think about the church, small church, big church, worldwide church, do you think of hope? Do you think of love? The true mark of the faithful community is how it loves, whom it serves, blesses, and gives life to. We are called to abide in Christ's love to love one another. Therefore, may we, the church, be the inspiring and transformative evidence of Jesus's continuing presence in this broken and hurting world. Let us be the hope. And in so doing, we will also be known for our love. Amen? Amen. To everyone who has chosen to worship with Harmony Toluca Lake on this day, we are grateful for your connection. Now, next Sunday, May 23rd, a special uh, 11 a.m. live stream worship service from the Hollywood campus is going to be provided for uh, and on our Faith Communities Facebook page. This is, this is a really important day in which we, we want to uh, witness and support several youth as they commit to live as faithful disciples of Jesus Christ and become members of the church. So we won't have a 1030 a.m. Zoom worship experience made available next Sunday. Now that said, we will resume our Zoom worship services at 1030 a.m. on May 30th when we begin a four-week Pride sermon series, and we hope to see you. And now, for, for those connecting by way of Zoom, please remain online for today's question of the day. And for everyone, the peace of Christ be with you this day and always. Amen.